Have you ever experienced something so crippling in your life that has made you feel broken? I have. Are you someone who has a giving heart but is struggling to feel good themselves? Are you consistently putting your needs aside to take care of everyone else? If so, you're not alone. Giving starts with giving to yourself so that you are able to give of yourself to other people. Isn't it time you took back control and discovered what makes you tick? Join me in my journey and find out how you can feel better about yourself, live your best life, and share that with others. Thinking of yourself, it doesn't make you selfish. It makes you brave. I'm Nelia, and this is the Giving Starts With You podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Giving Starts With You podcast. I'm your host, Nelia Hutt. Today, I am excited for our topic. I'm excited to introduce to you my new friend, Cody Smith. Cody, how are you? Great, great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. It's Saturday morning. It's it's uh, although there's a lot of snow here, it is very sunny. Uh, it's minus 27, so I will watch the sun from inside my window. <laughs> oh my gosh, minus yeah. 27. Jesus. Tomorrow will be minus two, so that's just the way Canadian winters go. <laughs> oh my gosh, I haven't seen negatives in a long time. Wow. <laughs> So I am so excited to to tell you guys a bit about Cody. And today we're going to be talking about how transforming small steps lead into big leaps and how becoming your superhero version of yourself can be done with Cody's help. So Cody Smith, he is the founder of Geared for Life tracking system. Cody is currently a high performance coach using his one of a kind habit tracking system. It's pretty cool. Cody grew up in a small town in Pennsylvania, but is now living in Naples, Florida with his wife, Goose, and two daughters, Remy and Tilly. Having started out in real estate at age 19, Cody quickly realized that his habits and actions are the basis for achieving a high-performance life. Let's dive into this show and get geared for life. I love this. Now, on this show, we try to find guests that are going to bring inspiration and are going to bring tools to help the audience because that's what we're here to do. And when I found out what you were doing, I was like, I have to invite this guy on because I think that it's going to be so helpful for the audience. I think the listeners are really going to get a lot out of it. Sometimes we don't think that our goals are important. And um, yeah, Cody, I'm dying to find out how you got into this field and how this all started. Why? Why is this important to you? Uh, A lot to unwrap there. Um, You know, I grew up in kind of a not so traditional type of type of life. Um, you know, being born in a, in a small town, uh, my, you know, mom passed away when I was about 11. My dad left when I was seven, uh, I was raised by my grandmother, um, and my stepfather and, you know, it just wasn't normal, you know? So, you know, growing up, I I always looked at the, at how can I, how can I better myself kind of thing? And, you know, as a younger teenager, you know, I went through a real rough patch and, um, you know, got into all the stuff that I I shouldn't have gotten into. Uh, So 
for me to even see the age of 33 is, you know, fascinating and loving every single day of this is, is absolutely great because it gives a, a completely different outlook on, on life. Um, so, you know, growing up, long story short, um, I just started randomly listening to self-development, self-help type things. And some of the friends that I had in my, you know, later teens, early 20s, they just kind of like turned me on to different, you know, cassettes and, you know, CDs back in the day when you were, you know, you and you could buy the people's like seminars and things like that. You couldn't just go to, you know, YouTube and, you know, pop up a video or, you know, there wasn't podcasts back then. Um, so, you know, I was borrowing books and I was borrowing tapes and cassettes and CDs and so on and so forth. And I absolutely loved it. I, I thought it was fascinating that somebody, anybody can essentially change their their path so you know what what path you're on doesn't necessarily have to be the path that you end with um you know you can start new now and so you know i just started really diving into goals and started really looking at what i was doing and what i wasn't doing and started to kind of create a life around how can i how can i better myself i don't want to be that same you know teenager i don't want to have those same issues i don't want to think of things like that i want to think of things differently because there are people out there with better lives more money you know more of a of a beautiful outlook on life in general and that is what i wanted ultimately so that's what i i you know dove in and strive for i love that because you know sometimes we think well I'm not made of that. Or I, you know, from where you come from, you don't feel that there's ever a chance, that there's ever hope of changing your life. And we get stuck in that thinking, right? And right. once we open that up, that's huge. Because even just you saying that will let people know it's okay. You know, your past doesn't have to mean your life will never change. And so thank you for saying that. Yeah, I mean, it's 110% true. And I was, I can tell you from my own personal life, um, for a very long time, I never thought I would see the age of 30. Um, my mom passed away when she was 33. And so for me to be 33 now and, and look back on everything that I've done and everything that I've, I've gotten through and, and looking forward to a, a lot more years, you know, I, I'm striving to make changes so I can live that better life and live to that, you know, older age. And, and I mean, you know, doesn't matter where, where you are, you, there's hopefully still tomorrow there's still next week there's still next month and that's what you're striving to make better yeah it's funny that you say that not funny but so I'm 50 and my father died at 59 and my husband is 55 and I look at my husband at 55 and think of my father at 59 and I'm like yeah life is short it doesn't matter like you know it's just when you get closer to the age that maybe your parents passed away or somebody that you know you start to wake up, I think, like, it's true that that's part of my personal story as well. But I just, I love that you share that with us and that you're honest about it, because I do feel that people will relate with this story a little bit more. Um, so thank you for sharing that. Yeah, no, thank you. Absolutely. Anything to help. So how did you go from that to, okay, I need to start tracking some stuff. Like, how did that even come about? Uh, so I started in real estate as uh, an investor at 19. Uh, I bought my first property when I was 19. Never bought my own house. Still don't own my own home, um, surprisingly. And um, 
uh, I've just bought and sold property. So in 2017, uh, a friend of mine actually talked me into becoming a licensed agent. So I became a real estate agent in 2017. And from day one, we started tracking um, everything we did. So we had to track, you know, how many calls we made, how many appointments we went on, how many contracts we wrote, how many closings we had. We had to track all of it. And every week we would hand it in. And that was basically like our like progress report. And we could go back to it and, and you know, you know, essentially it was calling you out. It was saying, mm -hmm. you told me that this was your goal and these are the steps you're taking to get you there. The, the steps aren't lining up with the goal. So if the goal is, you know, to, to call 50 people every day or to close, you know, 20 deals a month or whatever the case was, either you're on track for that or you're not. And so it was, it was a really good way of holding your feet to the fire and saying, this is what I'm doing. So when my first daughter was born, she is almost six now. When she was born, I was in the hospital while she was being born on my laptop, on my phone, closing deals. And I, for some odd weird reason, it like just hit me. And so I started looking up because I was thinking to myself, like, how do these people who run Fortune 500 companies, they're CEOs of all these companies, they're investors, they're business owners, they're moms, they're dads, they're all, how do these people do it? How do they have time to have an amazing life, great career, and still do all these things that they want to ultimately do? Right. So, so sacrificing the important stuff, right? Like, exactly. Yeah. That's, that was exactly it. And so when I started diving into it, I started researching some of these people and it was just people at random. And I started noticing a lot of these patterns in these people. And I noticed what things they were sacrificing. So the first thing that most of these people sacrifice is they sacrifice like their own hobbies. They sacrifice the things that genuinely make them happy. They stop playing golf. They stop playing checkers at a local church. They stop building that car or that truck that they've been looking to build since they were 22. Um, you know, they just stopped doing all the fun stuff that genuinely made them happy. Then the second thing, they started sacrificing like fitness. They started sacrificing diets. And they would say, you know what? I'm traveling all the time. It's super easy for me to just stop and just get some fast food and I'll just keep chucking along. Or I'll work out tomorrow or I'll work out next week or I'll work out whenever my diet's right. And then the third thing that I saw is that most of these people were either divorced once, if not twice, and they had little to no relationship with their family and or friends. So I started looking at these people and I'm thinking to myself, there's no way. I, and I can see myself in 2017 heading down that road. And I'm like, I don't want that. I'm, I'm in the hospital. My daughter is being born and I'm closing deals. I'm like, what the hell is the matter with me? You know? And so I started thinking, if, if I can set a goal in sales and I can do all these little steps that gets me to that goal, why can't I set goals in life hmm. and start taking little steps to get to the goal that I want in life? And so I started writing down all the things that I, I want, and I started writing down all the things that I was doing. And the whole like correlation between those two was kind of saddening. I mean, it was really tough to look at it when it was on paper because nothing that I was doing was getting me closer to having hobbies, 
you know, getting in better shape, having a better marriage, being a better father, so on and so forth. And so I literally just started tracking what I was doing on a daily basis and started figuring out where, like kind of poking holes in it and started figuring out what I needed to change. So, you know, not eating fast food all the time and, you know, having a better diet and, and, you know, getting a hobby of some sort, something that makes me happy that I can do for me, not for my family, not for my wife, not for my kids, nothing, just for me. What do I like doing? And that's what I started doing. And lo and behold, I just started tracking it. And it was on paper for the longest time. I, I started out with just a legal pad and mm -hmm. I started just writing things down. And then I created like my own little template on paper. And every day I would, I would write it out the same way. Then I put it on the computer and then I was printing it out every day. So I just print out a form. It was the same exact template. And I would go forward and I would just keep filling it out. And I'd keep that sheet with me all day long. And then I figured out a way that I can take that sheet and I can track every week. So I had a you know daily tracker and then I had a weekly tracker. And whatever I did during my day, I put onto my weekly tracker. And then I started seeing over the course of time where I was spending time during my week without having to go back and look at every single day. I was just kind of essentially just tick marking different things during the week. And so then eventually it came to Google Sheets. I put it on Google Sheets and I was filling it out on Google Sheets. And then I, I was able to put in formulas and it would track it by itself. And it was it was crazy. <laughs> and then uh, we moved to Florida two years ago and somebody my coach that I hired during COVID um, talked me into essentially creating a business out of this habit tracker. And I became a coach for him as well as being coached and then coaching people how to track their habits. So it was kind of wild how it all, how it all worked out. <laughs> and then, awesome. so now we have a, the actual habit tracking app and that same exact sheet that I created that I filled out every single day you can now purchase that on the website. So the same daily tracker and the same weekly tracker is now on there. And because a lot of people were like asking for it, they were like, okay, I want to start where, where you started. How does, how does that work? And so we, we created it and you can go onto the website and you can purchase the tracker and you can print it out a hundred thousand times and, you know, fill it out every day. And it's, it's amazing now. Now I look forward to it. I look forward to seeing my life on, on paper because it really puts into perspective, so to speak, where you're spending your time and what you are or are not doing to essentially get to your goal. So long story short, that's, that's the gist awesome. of it all. I love it. I love it. Obviously, we're going to talk a bit more about your app, but you know, you said a few things that I want people to really listen to, because um, if you don't do things for yourself, you can't help other people. So you can't be there for your family. You can't be there for your friends, for your connections, for even in your career, if you're burnt out. Right. So it sounds like even though you said, well, I wrote all these things out and it kind of was saddening. That isn't that always how we have to fix our things. So everything we look at, if we don't look at it realistically and write it out and see where the downfalls are, things aren't going to change. Like we could want things as much as we want them, but if we don't put intention behind them and a little bit of work and take a little bit of responsibility, nothing's going to change. Right. You know? 
And so I want people to really pay attention to that because everybody wants something. Everybody wants either to feel better, to look better, to sleep better, whatever it is. But most people aren't willing to do anything about it. So it sounds like you've created this easy thing that will maybe not the habits will be easy and getting it going but an easy way to log things which I think is great and yeah people are going to be shocked a little bit about their you know their habits and they're good but that's where change starts right 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 so, yeah I think yeah. I think a lot of people look at the you know very end goal I think they look at it as a whole and it's too cumbersome it's too overwhelming and that's one of the first things I, I've I've coached real estate agents, I've coached business owners, I've coached, you know, a lot of different people from a lot of different realms of, of anything. And whenever they bring some sort of a, a problem to me, that's almost the number one thing that we, that we always get out there, right? First and foremost, you're looking at your problem or your goal as a whole, as like the end picture, like today, Saturday, I wanted my goal by tomorrow. <laughs> yes. I'm still not there. Well, <laughs> part of the problem is that you haven't broken it down in small enough steps. And one of the things I always tell everybody, you know, if, if you want to, and this is something I get constantly, I want to read one book every single month. And it's kind of one of those like new year, new me type of things. I want to read like 12 books in a year, whatever the case is. That's easy math. That's one book every month or all of the pages added up divided by 365. And that's how many pages every day. But everybody wants to look at that stack of books, those 12 books they want to read. They don't focus on the next three pages. Yes. And it's just three pages. It's not the next chapter. It's not the next book. It's not the next, it's not tomorrow. It's today and three pages or four pages or two pages, whatever it is. That's the next step. And if you follow that two, three pages, whatever the math works out to be, if you follow that every single day for 365 days, you're essentially guaranteed to get to your goal, you're going to reach it. And so I think some people look at it as, you know, I'm not gonna finish my book in a month. I'm not gonna do this. Well, let's like break it down. How many pages do you have left? How many days do we have left? Let's focus on the next couple of pages, not the next book or the next chapter. And so you feel I think so much better. Sorry to interrupt you. I just get so excited and you feel better because it's like, oh my God, I did it. And I, that even if how small it is, right? So I actually did that. So I wrote a book a couple of years ago and that's what my editor told me to do when I was writing the book. Cause I started to feel overwhelmed. I'm like, oh my God, this is gonna take me forever. And she's like, okay, this is how many words you need. This is how much you need to write every day. This is how much. And of course I didn't stick to that at the first cause I did way more than what my small goals were which is even more great, right? But it, it helped me not be overwhelmed. And I mean, you can always do more but to reach that minimum goal that you set for yourself it still feels so good. Absolutely. Oh my God. I mean, it's great. I think, I think that's one of the hardest things for most people is to stay on track and stay consistent. That's one of the you know, hardest things. And I, I think when you look at it and for me, it was really noticing patterns. It was really noticing patterns in my life. And one of the patterns that I noticed was Mondays were always my worst days. Mm. And I, and I was like, why is Monday so dragging? Why is it so hard? Like, why is it so hard to get up to speed and so on and so forth to do this little step? And it was because Sundays, I was ruining Sunday. And, you know, I was having a good time with my friends, going out to a bar, watching the football games, like doing the whole nine. But it was ruining my chances of being motivated 
every Monday. And so when I started seeing that and I started realizing that, you know, I was not having date nights and I wasn't doing different. I wasn't having family time with my family. I just things that I just wasn't doing. How can I get a little bit more consistent? What's the next step? You know, what's the next couple of pages that I can read that is going to get me to that that goal? So, yeah, it's the same same concept in doing anything where you're writing a book, building a car, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, building a house. It all takes steps you know you want to eat a pizza you don't eat the whole thing in one bite it's <laughs> bite after bite after bite slice after slice. i mean it's just the way that it works you know yeah and i i want everybody to know that we're not saying look don't hang out with your friends we're not saying every minute of your day has to be filled with something serious we're not saying that we're saying that it can look like what you want it to look like and how you want to get there, this is one of the things that, you know, this is what this tracker is one of the ways to get there. Now, ultimately, at the end of the day, we decide what we want for our lives. This app isn't going to tell you this is what you need to do. You set it up with the goals in mind that you want to have. So that'll look different for everybody, right? Yep. Yep. And it's, it is, um, it is ever changing. We are creating like a progress report kind of coaching thing now. Um, to where if you score a certain score on the app or the uh, score a certain percentage, so to speak, it's going to let you know, like, these are some tips, tools, and tactics you can use next week or next month to help keep you on track. And what are some things you can do? And then if you're, you know, if you're crushing your goals and you're doing it and you're on track and you're making it happen, you know, great. Um, You know, question yourself then. Could you be doing more? Are these steps a little bit easy? Are they are they too easy for you? Could you be expanding and growing at a at a different rate? Um, so yeah, there there's going to be coaching as as time goes on within inside of the app based on how you score. So that'll be that'll be pretty cool when that that ends up coming out. Yeah, it sounds great. I was having a look at what the app offers, so you can explain it better than I can, of course. But it tracks, it's not just like a fitness tracker, or it's not just this kind of tracker. So it does a lot of different things, right? So can you tell us a little bit about yeah. what types of things yeah. you can track? So, kind of froze there for a second. Oh, sorry, am I back? <laughs> yep, you're back now, there you are. Um, so yeah, so it does quite a bit of thing. Um, so, you know, one of the things that I, I noticed that when I was going through my, um, you know, my time frame of, you know, learning and expanding and figuring out, you know, what to track, how to track, what to do, um, so on and so forth. You know, I realized that a lot of people had essentially the same pattern and there was things that needed to be done every day. And we can kind of route ourselves and we can we can be busy but not necessarily productive Mm. so i didn't want to fill the app with people spending half their day just filling things out like you know if you're if you're spending all your time tracking then (laughs) and it's fun so essentially what i was what i what i did was i created a system that you follow it every single day create your daily tracker so that same page that i used to fill out every single day it's the exact same template on the tracker. So you're, you're starting with your, you know, quote of the day, and it might be whatever you're, you're into at that point in time, whatever motivational quote you can come up with, or you can find, or you can Google or whatever. Um, and you can create your own, um, it's totally fine too. And then you want to get into a, you know, gratitude stacking type of thing. And that's the second part of it, because I, I feel starting your day out with an attitude of, of 
gratitude is amazing. It puts life into perspective. It puts all the good things in your life up front. And mm -hmm. first and foremost, you know, you are grateful for a happy and healthy family. You're grateful for where you live. You're grateful for, you know, having the option to have heat in your house at negative 27 in Canada, like, you know, <laughs> a whole bunch of different things that people can be, can be grateful for that. I think sometimes life takes over and you start to focus on, you know, my, my car has a weird rattle, you know, I might be getting fired from my job. You know, I can't figure out how to schedule my kids karate lessons versus their dance lessons. And you start to, you know, really focus on all the stuff that's not necessarily good or, you know, things that can be kind of cumbersome or, you know, hectic. So I think if you start your day out with it, with a attitude of gratitude, and that's probably the thing that I spend my most time on is really honing in on what I'm really grateful for. And then after that, you get into affirmations mm. and affirmations is more of like self-talk because it is amazing to me after coaching all this time, it's amazing to me how negative our self-talk can be. And so when you create a good affirmation and every affirmation that I, that I coach anybody that I, I ever coached in, into using this app, it always starts with, I am, you are confirming, reaffirming, and then assuring yourself that that's exactly what you are. And it could be a futuristic type of thing, but you know, it could be, you know, I am the best father. I am the best husband. I am a, you know, goal crushing machine. I am whatever it is that you can talk yourself into a powerful mindset to get yourself going. After that, you're going to have goals and goals are on the tracking sheet twice. You should write down your goals in the morning. You should write down your goals in the evening. I have personally learned that I do not write down my goals be before bed because it just gets me jazzed up. And then I want to go back to work and I want to get, you know, to crushing it again. So I'm more of like a evening, you know, after dinner type of thing, go through, fill out, you know, the rest of my, um, you know, my app, um, you know, I coach a lot of people who do it at like five o'clock, they shut down their work. And then from five to five or five or five, 10, whatever, however much time they want to take, um, they fill out the last part of it. So you after that, you have power list and power list is the things that you want to do in your life, not your normal to do list. Getting milk at the grocery store isn't going to move the needle forward. Doing that one little thing, the next step that you have to do that is going to get you to where it has to where it has to be. And maybe it's, you know, you want to um, change your diet. So you're on your power list. It's going to be, I need to, I need to consult with somebody who can, who can help me this, you know, that's on your, on your power list. It's not something you can do every single day. It's a big chunk that you're taking out right now, but it's something as technically as small as calling a doctor or, you know, setting up, scheduling something to sit and talk with somebody. Um, you know, it could be anything from if you're starting a new business, you know, it might be buying a book on how to start a business that's on your power list. So it's essentially pushing you to create a leap. So the whole geared for life system is created around steps and leaps. So consistent small steps will eventually add up to revolutionary big leaps. So if you can start taking little leaps while you're taking steps, it's going to get you to that goal even faster and even and even better. And then you have your overall schedule and the schedule is broken down a little bit different because you have your everyday schedule that you can put your normal things into what time you're getting to work, what time you're doing certain things, you're picking up your kid from dance, you're, you know, whatever the case is that you fill out. 
And then you have your, your what is what we call focused items. And your focused items are your steps. It's the three pages you have to read. It's the mile walk you take in the morning. It's the 30 minute exercise. It's that constant reminder that it's there in front of you and your focused items are listed out. And did you do this today? And if it's checked off, it's checked off. It means you did it. If it's not checked off, why is it not checked off? What can you do? And it's more of an honor system. You know, if you're honest with it and you're and you follow it the way that it should be followed, every single week you can start looking back and you can look at these, you know, patterns. Every Wednesday is a very hard day for me because you know why? Tuesday nights, I have date night with my husband, and all he wants to do is get rowdy, have a couple beers, and it is what it is. And so on and so forth. So Wednesday is very hard for me. Okay, great. We're not saying not have date nights with your husband. We're saying what can you change in on your date nights to essentially help you out with Wednesdays? Um, you know, or what's those patterns going forward? Why aren't you reading your two to three pages every day? Why aren't you, you know, doing certain things? Um, and then you have your PM goals. So essentially it's the same goals you have in your AM. You're just rewriting them. And your goals can be short-term, they can be long-term, they can be, you know, two years, three years, five years, whatever the case is. Um, and then at the very end of every day, you you can score yourself. So, you know, were you productive? Were you moderately productive? Were you not productive at all? And scoring yourself, and I'm I'm kind of harsh on mine personally. <laughs> I always think that I, I could be doing more. Um, but there are some days where I'm like, you know what? I absolutely crushed it today. I was very productive, not just busy. I was productive. There's a difference. And then <laughs> yeah. Every every daily app entry ends with your your you know thoughts. You know, because I, I feel like journaling is a is a very huge thing. And I think that we get overtaken by our days. And then we start at the very end of the day, we start concentrating on the you know, next day. And then we start to lose track of what happened. So your thoughts is at the very bottom of, of every daily app entry that you can basically just create, you know, a small journal entry for yourself and, you know, kind of get in the, into that, that habit as well. And last but not least on the app, we, we just started recently adding a do list because everybody was like, listen, I got a lot of things I do. I run multiple companies. I run multiple projects at a time. How can we create an actual like to-do list on the app? So we did create a to-do list on the app. So you can start, you know, if you got to get milk at the grocery store on your way home, whatever the case is, you know, it's not going to move the needle forward, but it's something that you, you know, have to get done. So it's something you got to do. And essentially, I always tell everybody, if you leave your office at five and getting milk on the way home, you know, track those things. Like what, like, you know, you should, there's, there should be something you're doing every hour of every day. Even if you're sitting on the couch, watching a blank television, mm -hmm you're sitting on the couch watching a blank television, you're still doing something. So what, what are you doing? And so that's, that's basically that. That's the whole premise of it. The whole purpose of it is to essentially track what you, what you are doing and, and finding out those patterns that you can make it better. Yes. I love that. I love that. It's so complete. I love it. I love it. And you're right. Sometimes I'll say to my husband, what are you doing? Nothing. Well, you must be doing something like you're not just, even if you're just sitting there, you're just sitting there. I'm so glad to hear another human being agree with me because I say that all the time. Yep. So Cody, one of the things I heard you say was to put other things like your goals on your schedule so this is something a lot of people they don't do they only put like you said the to-do things the chores the stuff that never really gets done at the end of the day because people put so many things on their to-do list they lose sight of 
um, actually giving themselves too much, right? And the important stuff they don't put on there. Like when you're talking about, okay, you want to read three pages of the book and it's like a small goal. A lot of people don't put that on the list. A lot of people don't take care. They don't think of it as something that needs to be done for that day when they think of themselves, right? So they think about providing for all these other people. And I think if we can change the way that we think and realize that this is for you, it's okay. Like it's okay to take care of yourself. It's okay. You need this. And in fact, I would think that you need this more than you need to help other people because without it, and without doing the things you need to do to make yourself happy, to make the most out of your time, to put your time into the right compartments or categories or whatever's going to make you happy, essentially, at the end of the day, you're not going to be happy, right, if you don't do it. And so other people are going to be miserable around you, right? So I want people to understand that because I think that's a really big step for people, like a big hurdle. You know what I mean? And then once they get that, it's like, this sounds like an amazing way to do it uh there there's quite a bit that goes into everything you just said and it's 110 percent accurate at at the very end of of the day you are either taking steps forward or you're taking steps backwards and you know if you have bad habits and you're consistent in doing those bad habits you're taking steps backwards you're taking steps toward that bad habit and so the whole company, Geared for Life, the whole tracking sheet was essentially created around the idea of what can I add into my day that's for me? Mm. So, you know, that's, it was, and it wasn't anything drastic. You know, I moved to Florida and it's the Gulf Central of, of, of the world. So naturally, I came to Florida and started picking up golf. I don't know what it is I do out there on the course. Some people don't call it golf, but I try my best. And so, you know, it's on my tracking sheet that once a week I go play golf, whether it's I play a game or I go to the driving range or I do something that has to do with golf. I do something surrounding golf. And it's it's a good hobby. It's a good pastime. It's a good time for me to get away, shut my phone off, and just – and just play. And shockingly, I meet so many different people that is, it's just amazing. And I absolutely love it. And, you know, it goes back to the whole reading, you know, a couple pages every day. Um, for me, you know, personally, one of the things on my, on my tracking sheet is, you know, I want four family meals every mm -hmm. single week. I think it's huge. I think there's a lot of people in this world today because we're so busy. They don't sit down at a, at a, at a table anymore and have dinner with their family. They don't converse with their family. And when they do, there's iPads or iPhones or whatever else involved. You know, I think people are losing touch of that eye to eye shaking hands and COVID certainly didn't help. Um, so on my tracking sheet, because I'm busy, we run multiple companies, we, we do different things. It's on, it's my goal. Every single week, I want four table meals with my, with my family, my wife, my two daughters. I, and I want to sit with no phones, no iPads, no distractions. And I want to hear about their, their day. And I want to hear about what's going on, whether it's breakfast, whether it's lunch, whether it's dinner, whatever the case is, I want to sit with them at a table and just connect and just interact. Mm. And it's just one of our goals. So I know that by Wednesday, 
if I didn't have a table meal with them and we're running and it's chaos and I'm trying to eat while I'm putting on a shoe and getting out the door. And, you know, we all have those days and I'm getting home at eight o'clock at night and, you know, my kids are getting ready for bed. It's too late to have dinner with them. I know by Wednesday I'm, I am, I'm running out of time because on that tracking sheet, on that app, it's there every single day. Did you do this? No. Did you do this? No. But today's Wednesday. So I got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday left. What can I do to reach that goal of four meals before Sunday at midnight? Like, what do I have to do to make this happen? Mm -hmm. And so I think putting those small things on your daily schedule that essentially helps you get one step, one step closer to whatever it is you want to do or whoever it is you want to be. I think that's huge. And I, and I think you're 110% right. I think a lot of people don't do it. And that's where you get into you're losing, you're sacrificing your hobbies, you're sacrificing your fitness, you're sacrificing your family. And then, uh, and then you wake up one day and you're not the person that mm. you wanted to be. But if you look back five years ago, everything you are right now, you probably started taking steps in that direction five years ago. You just might not have realized it five years later, here we are. And so it's wild to like, think about it that way, but it's you're 110% accurate. Yeah, it's and I know because I've also lived that personally, right? So you stop thinking about all the things that are important to you because, oh, it, tracking is just one more thing on my list, but that's not how it works. This is meant to um, focus your energy on the things that you need to focus on. It's meant to break things down so they're easily attainable. And um, yeah, I, I love what you're doing. I love the concept mm -hmm. of it. I love how um, you created it based on a need that you had personally, which I think really relates with people. So I appreciate that. I want to ask you something I sometimes ask my guests, but okay. I'm interested in your answer. So um, sometimes I'll ask this question, depending on who it is, and I'm interested to know. So what yeah. is, what would you say is the biggest gift you have given to yourself that has changed either the direction of your life or the way that you think about yourself? I would say permission. I give myself permission to be successful. I'm not waiting for somebody else to tell me what my life could or should be. I'm not waiting for somebody else to give me permission to be in better shape or to read a certain amount of books or to be a better dad or whatever the case is. I do that for myself. And I think in many cases in our lives, people wait for permission from somebody else that at the end of the day has nothing to do with what it is. But we are so engulfed in what other people think and what other people do that we don't give ourselves permission to be successful in whatever area of life we want to ultimately be. And so I gave myself that. I, I, I gave myself that, that, that right to say, you, you are going to start reading books. You're going to start learning. You're going to start getting into the self-development phase. You, you have my permission to be a better husband, a better father, to be, you know, a, a entrepreneur you have my permission to own multiple companies if you want to whatever it is i think you got to look at yourself and you got to say i give you permission to be that person that you ultimately want to be because at the end of the day it starts with you and 
if, if you're not in the right mindset. And I think that's where attitudes of gratitudes and I think that's where affirmations and it's where the whole app comes from. And I've, I've heard this and I've heard that question in ask different ways. And I think it all starts with you. I think it starts with us as, as our, as our own personal self, giving ourselves permission to be whatever it is we choose to be. Wow. That's wonderful. I'm so happy. And I can see how passionate you are about it. Uh, for people who are not who are hearing this on uh, just audio and not seeing us. I think um, if you check it out on YouTube, you'll see how genuine Cody is and how much he loves what he's doing. And, you know, when, when you look back before and after, can you just tell us in one way, how much your life has changed? When you look back at before you started tracking, to now, I know we talked a bit about it, but what would you say is the biggest, um, the biggest, I don't know, positive thing that has come out of it for you in your own life? Uh, so I can tell you, this is the one piece of advice, uh, or this is the one that is the one question I always get from everybody, uh, whenever, whether I'm coaching them, whether I'm talking to them about it, uh, and it usually comes from people younger, is what's your biggest piece of advice? And along my tracking, along everything that I've done, the biggest change or the biggest piece of advice that I can give you is surround yourself with positive, like-minded people. Mm -hmm. And your circle of influence, you are a direct result of the five people that you associate yourself with the most. And, you know, to say it bluntly, if you hang out with losers, chances are you're probably going to become one. It's true. You know, if you if you know you hang out with doctors, if you hang out with lawyers, if you hang out with entrepreneurs, if you hang out with people that just do different things at the course, you hang out with people who are fitter, who have a better diet, who follow their goals, or who are just a better mother or husband, whatever the case is, you start picking that up mm. subconsciously. And as I was tracking, I realized that's what I I I lacked. I lacked having that circle of influence of, you know, like entrepreneurs and people in my life that could push me into a, a greater atmosphere. And if I could give an advice to anybody, that's where I would start. If you don't know where to start, you don't know what your next step is, find somebody who is doing what you want to do or, mm -hmm. who is, or who has done it and get in their circle, learn from them ask them out to coffee, lunch, dinner, whatever the case is, and bring a notebook full of questions. Yeah. And just learn because I think it's one of the most powerful things on, on earth is the is the synergy of like-minded people. Yeah. Choose people who challenge you, who are going to push you forward rather than just kind of happy with the uh with just settling, right? Because yep. you just you won't move forward. And if you do in that situation, you'll feel like you kind of have to hide your successes because you don't want to be the one in the group that is, you know, always, you know what I mean? Doing the best stuff when you're in a group of people who are just settling is so important. So important. Yeah, absolutely. So Cody, is there anything we didn't talk about today that you want to tell us about that you want to talk to us about or let us know about the app that we haven't uh, learned already? Uh, I, I think, um, no, I think that's that's pretty much it. I mean, we, uh, yeah, I think in life, you don't get what you want, you get what you can't live without. And um, I think if you if if you set your goals right, and you create small enough steps around those goals, I think you can achieve 
essentially anything you want. Um, so I, I challenge everybody to just take, take a look at it and just take a look at what, what you're doing. Take a look at what your, what your current habits are. And if you are a parent, um, or if you are a friend, anything, if you're, if you're a human being on this earth, somebody <laughs> else is watching, somebody else sees what you're doing. And at the very end of the day, if I don't follow through with what I do, I give my daughters permission to do the same thing. And that's not right. And so I follow through. If I say I'm going to do something, I do it. If it's no, it's no. It, if it's yes, it's yes. It's just it's just the way that it is. And, you know, I think that's one of the biggest things, one of the biggest gifts that we can give ourselves is following through with what you say you're going to do and doing it and giving yourself permission to to do it. So that that would be that would be my my ending comment right there. That would be that would be it. Just I do love it. it. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I love the name of the company too, Geared for Life. I think it's it, it says exactly what it is. And um, I love that it's not just an app for this. It's It will change your life. Like it's not just another app. Like it will, it just sounds like it encompasses all the right pieces to help you succeed. So Cody, where can people find you? Where can they download the thing? Where can they talk to you? Where can they learn more? Yeah, so you can go to geared for the number four geared4life.net, um, and you can learn about the the app and myself. And you know, we have a video on there that you know explains everything we basically just talked about in here in you know about seven minutes or so. Um, you can purchase the you know the actual paper version of the habit tracker. Uh, you can purchase the app itself, and um, you know you can find us on social media at Get Geared for Life, and uh, we're on you know a lot of the uh, platforms. We are trying to revamp our social media presence so um i don't have time to of course in my day to sit and post <laughs> all day so um we are creating a team you know around being able to uh do that and you know so on and so forth but um yeah i would love to hear you know people's feedback on it i would love for people to you know try it out and you know give it some some time and, and really look into it and figure out what things you can do in in your life that you that yet you want and uh, I'm always happy to help. Um, and, uh, you know, as I said before, I would offer where, wherever you're going. I think you said Guatemala. Yeah. Um, you, know, if you, you know, if you do those things and, and you want, you know, I'd be more happy to, you know, help chip in any way I can. So, you know, a free coaching call or anything like that. I think that's great what you do. And um, yeah, I would be more than happy to, to offer that. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And, you know, I invite you guys to actually go, like, don't just listen to the, the show, go to the website. He's got some really cool um, tips and tools, and he's got a blog on there, too, that will is really quite interesting. I've been reading through a little bit of it, and it's going to help you. It's going to help you get started and just change your mindset. You know, it's all about how you think about things. And as we end this today, I want people to know that you are important and you deserve this. And you deserve to put yourself first sometimes. Um, you know, in the trailer of the show, I always say, um, thinking of yourself isn't selfish, it's brave. And sometimes it does take a little bit of courage when you're not used to taking care of yourself. But I think this is a great way to do it. So thank you, Cody, for coming on here and sharing thank what you. you do. Yeah, I think it's great. I think that, you know, I love it because it's such a great tool, but it's so much more than that. You are actually helping people change the direction of their life. And I think that means a lot. No, thank you. Thank you very much. I, I think it's, I think it's one of those things. I don't know if it was Tony Robbins or, or somebody said it a long time ago, you know, you, you may not always get your goal, but you will always get your standard. 
And oh, interesting. so change your standards, give yourself permission and roll with it. Just go and one step, one foot in front of the other. And uh, I, I, I encourage every, everybody to, you know, do something that has something to do with bettering themselves, you know? So, yeah, I think it's great. I think it's great what, what you're doing, putting this, this podcast out there, getting this out to the world and just, you know, helping people in that, that sense. Cause I think there's, I think the world is chaotic on a daily basis and it only gets more chaotic, you know, as you grow a family, you, you know, you get out of school, you're in college, you're getting your first jobs, whatever the case is, it just gets crazier. And I think, you know, people lose sight of who and what they are and who and what they want to be. And I think what you're doing is great. And I, I couldn't I couldn't be happier and, and excited to be on here and sharing this with you. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. And you're welcome anytime to come back on and give us some more information as you have updates. <laughs> great. That'd be great. Let's do it. And just remember, everybody, if nothing changes, then nothing changes. You know, if that's you- right. Like a year from now, it's still going to be a year from now. And will you have done anything different? That's right. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe or leave a review. See you next week on the Giving Starts With You podcast.